irony? Yes, an emotion. Fun? Not an emotion. Don't shift your weight. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we're pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find... The ultimate Brad. You really cock-teased him there. (laughs) It's my specialty. (laughs) This is not a spoiler-free podcast, so if you have not listened to the episodes that this... I'm sorry, if you have not listened to the movies that this episode is about, or the episodes that these movies are about, since we've already seen both of them. If you're not listening to our podcast... Go start! We've got plenty of episodes to keep you company. We're two charming ladies, two charming pretty ladies, uh, and it's great, and you should listen to our podcast, please. Um, But, like, stop, go watch them, come back. They're both pretty easy to find on the net. There's a cat. Trying to get in my laundry. Justin, that's gross. Like sweat dripping down our dirty, dirty laundry. Um, at work today, I picked up a shift uh, at our store across the street from Radio City Music Hall. Mm-hmm. And the VMAs are happening today. Did you I've, meet a VM or an A? I did not meet Mr. VMA. Mr. Worldwide was not in attendance. And I've realized I'm old because I didn't know who any of the people were. Oh, no. They were all, like, YouTube stars. I knew who Frankie Grande was because I saw him on an episode of, like, RuPaul. Oh, no. But, like, I didn't know. I was, like, looking at all these people. I'm like, who is that? And, like, granted, it was, like, when, like, the minor, like, the most minor of the celebrities in attendance were there. But I kept asking the advisors. And I was like, who's that? And they are like, oh. They're like from YouTube or they're like Vine famous. There were two people, they were doing like little concerts on the roof, right? Like they had like a couple like sound checks or something because they were going to do special pre show performances on the roof of Radio City. And I was like, who is that? And they're like, oh, you know, he did that one hit wonder song that goes like, you're so fucking special, Winnie. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I hate not knowing who people are. I don't, I don't like it. The Backstreet Boys did a thing. And then I was like, what's more tragic than having to do the same fucking job and the same fucking sets for, like, the past 20 years? Backstreets ain't back. They never left. No. They've never. I was, like, Googling it once. I was like, Backstreet Boys, I wonder if they really are back. Like, did they take a hiatus? Did they quit? No, they never stopped being the Backstreet Boys. Sync stopped. That's why it was cool when it came back. Sync could come back. They already did one out of it. I mean, they did it, like, once briefly for, like, Justin Timberlake did a performance at, like, the VMAs or something. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. I've been listening to the same Black Keys album since 2010. If it's not the national, I don't know. (laughs) There was a bunch of YouTuber drama on my timeline today on Twitter, and I had to, like, deeply Google everyone involved in the situation just because I didn't even have, like, a baseline understanding it made me feel so old to see a headline and be like, I don't understand any component of this situation. I just, like, nothing makes me feel older than YouTuber Vine. No. Like, I just don't get it. And I've tried to have it explained to me. And I'm just like, in my mind, YouTube is still, like, where you go to post your weird, like, I remade the Brit, like, the giant boulder in Indiana Jones out of Legos and it went down the hill. But anything past Neil Cicerigo, Potter, Puppet Palace, I just don't fucking know. Who has the time? 
Not me. I'm watching I'm every Brad Pitt watching. movie. <laughs> ah, brought it back. All right, guys. So that's that was my day. That's, that's understandable. It's stressful. There's a lot that happened. Stressful, making me feel old. Um, we watched two Brad Pitt movies this week. This is the final two. Mm-hmm. For this season. For the season. Mm-hmm. We brought one of them back. Mm-hmm. We Due to popular demand. made the poll. You guys voted. Uh, I disagree with your choice, but that's fine. I was going to say let's keep it a surprise, but it's probably in the title. So, Shh. Inglorious Bastards, you guys were kicking and screaming for it. So we got them. I hope it, you're happy. We brought it back. I watched that movie again for the fourth time. Imagine, remember that meme that we were doing for a minute before people decided to cancel the meme because they were like, he's a right winger. Oh, change my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was like, that's the joke. That is the fucking joke. The joke is that he's a bigot. Then that's why they were making like peas stored in the balls to change my mind. We were making fun of this man. Inglorious Bastards is not great. Change my mind. <laughs> we'll get there. I think uh, to prevent Hannah from getting too angry we're gonna start angry we're gonna start with the mexican a a ripper or an okay time it's all right (laughs) sarah do you want to do a summary i will try my best (laughs) do you want me to do it i can do it because i i won't be able to explain inglorious bastards very well because it's all all guys um so the mexican brad pitt plays a total slacker and he's gets dumped by his girlfriend julia roberts julia roberts with their you, big teeth. I knew it was one of the big teeth ones. There, I got the uh, <laughs> Brad is involved in crime somehow, and he gets sent down to Mexico. He hit a guy with his car. He hit a guy with his car. And that was that was why he had to get the gun because oh, he hit okay. he hit the main mob guys with his car, and then the police came to do insurance stuff oh. or whatever, and then they discovered a person in his trunk, so the main mob guy went to jail, and Brad owes him a debt. But Brad was involved in, in crime before that, wasn't he? It was just, it was like a Very, like, weed dealing. <laughs> just buying weed. I, d- I don't know. Selling liquor to minors. I don't know. Brad is involved in a crime. Brad's a, a dongus. It doesn't. SoCal dongus. He wears a lot of shirts and he's a total <laughs> idiot. And he goes down to Mexico to retrieve a cursed gun made famous for backfiring and killing its owner. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants this gun. We still don't know why. It's sexy. It's chamber shaped like a heart. It is pretty cool. Yeah. So he tries to get the gun and things happen. And the subplot is Julia Roberts going after Brad and uh, she meets a gay hitman. <laughs> and it, it, the movie won a GLAAD award. <laughs> and Julia, Did it win or was it just nominated? I don't know. But it's horrible. <laughs> It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I was reading a Reddit thread today about, it was like on, I hate Reddit. Don't endorse me for this. But like, you know, I like the the little lesbian subreddit. And, you know, somebody was talking about like this thing that happens where fucking straight people just like tokenize you and treat you like you're a zoo animal. And it's happened to me a thousand times with like girls just being like, Ooh, like what? You went on a date? Like whoa? Like just like treating everything about you as like this shocking scandal. And that was Julia Roberts to this poor fucking gay hitman. She's like, oh, you're gay? I figured it out. I clocked you. Oh, tell me all about. Because you told me you didn't want to rape me. Yeah, that's the fucking kicker. She's like, 
early when she gets kidnapped by him, she's like, are you going to rape me? And he's like, no. And later, she's like, when she finds out that he's gay with her amazing detective skills, she's like, I knew it from the minute you said you wouldn't rape me. Because that's, that's what every woman's thinking. Oh, yeah. When a guy doesn't rape me, I'm like, damn. He must be, be a huge homo. <sighs> it's horrible. It's horrible, but it's about Brad, and it's not about Julia Roberts. I don't know. If this were Julia Roberts' November, (laughs) then bye, girl. You're over. (laughs) This movie sucks. But if it's about March Bradness, you know, Brad Pitt is a bit of a dongus. He's a dongus. The plot really doesn't matter for this. I think what matters is that he's trying to get the gun, and he keeps just fucking everything up. Just fucks it up. The, the guy who wants the guns as grandson gets murdered in the beginning. The guy who wants the gun is actually, like, the grandson of the guy who made the gun, which is why he wants it. But then another guy wants it, like, cuz? I don't know. J.K. Simmons is in it. He has hair and meaty, meaty, meaty thighs, and it's awful. He sits on the <laughs> toilet all the time. Brad Pitt wears two shirts. Two! It's The Sims. He's the default Sims. He has a long sleeve t-shirt, and then he has a short sleeve t-shirt on top of it. Just to really make sure that you can't see anything. (laughs) He doesn't wear one for, like, maybe ten seconds. Yeah. And then then he immediately puts puts both both back on. Sometimes he ties one around his head. (laughs) Yeah. To make sure that, like, He he stays dry. He rides a donkey? Yeah, or unsuccessfully. Maybe a mule? <laughs> One of the two. Uh, he plays with a dog. He, he gets the gun. He gets the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's overall, like, I... It's a, fu- it's a fine time. Like, I... Rewatching this, I actually liked the Brad a little better than the first time, I think, because I remembered... You know, being taken by him, like, I just love when he plays an idiot. He plays a great idiot. But, like, I guess the first time I was like, you know, it's a good middle-of-the-road Brad. Watching this again, he was, like, a little... I felt like he was a little more committed to the character than I remembered. Mm -hmm. And that he just, you know... Yeah, I felt that, too. Like, I feel like Brad really thrives. And I know we've said this before. And that, like, bumbling idiot role... And I feel like he really thrived. Like, this is a, this is like Rusty's stupid cousin. Yeah. Last week, when you guys told me to pick up the thing at the thing, well, Samantha, she says she needs the car to pick up some things. And, you know, I don't have to tell you boys. I mean, things got heated, right? And she hit him. She hit them. Oh, the, the, the keys. She hid them. I uh, see, you know, and I couldn't get to the thing on time, and it all got messed up. And you know, I think that maybe, maybe some things aren't meant to happen. Jerry, you're a fucking moron. He's great. He's amazing. Should I love let's, him. Let's swap. Let's see what we really thought. What do we really think? Swap these scores. I hope cards. it's the exact same score. I hope so too. I, I think it might, it might be. be. I have high hopes. Oh! Oh! It's not, but it might balance out. It. It almost balances out. You surprised you surprised me with one thing that I didn't think Brad Pitt was hot. Can we go backwards today? Yeah. Cool. You actually the look surprised me. Not that you didn't think he was hot, but that but that you almost did. You said two nineties, but almost. Because nineties Brad is hot, but like this Brad was like 
not you know like this brad was just too dumb and wore too many oakley's but like if i saw brad pitt in person while he was filming the mexican like on the street going to starbucks i'd be like damn yeah but as it stands brad pitt in the mexican in costume with his stupid oakley's and his stupid t-shirts and his stupid khaki pants no what if he took off both shirts turned to the camera and winked I don't think I could stop laughing. I don't like when they wink what at the camera. What if he took off both shirts and then lay on the bed and you saw his butt? <laughs> In his khakis? No, he took them off. In his cargo pants? What if Brad Pitt was had a nude scene and was <laughs> laying on the bed? <laughs> how ripped is he? He is, however... He was pretty ripped. He would this be one. in this movie. Yeah, that's why I'm saying almost. So if he did not have any clothes on, it would be a yes. I'm trying to figure out how much the shirts were detracting you. The shirts were detra- the shirts were definitely detracting, but also like his general like idiotness. It wasn't like a a charming idiot. Oh, so you are a sapiosexual? <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to go on the record saying that word is dumb. And I hate it. And no, I would sleep with an idiot and in fact have. (laughs) Whoa! Just cut that part out, please. It's on the record. (laughs) She slams. Okay, um, emotion. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I give this for look? You said no, too many shirts. If he wasn't wearing two shirts, would you? I can't remember what his what he looked like in this. The shirts. <laughs> he was like nineties Brad, you know, a little I, bit. He had like kind of like the shorter spikier hair. Yeah. Blonde. It's a no from me. <laughs> That's fair. I validate that opinion. You gave this a two for emotion. You yeah. were not feeling it. I didn't. I wasn't sad when Brad broke up with Julia Roberts. I wasn't happy when Brad got the gun. <laughs> I wasn't scared when Brad was in danger. I just I just didn't care. You didn't feel a single feeling watching this. <laughs> really? No. Outside of mild amusement and abject disgust whenever Julia Roberts' scenes were happening? No, not really. You were just dead behind the eyes. Like, kind of. I mean, it was, like, fun. The Brad Pitt scenes were fun, but I don't classify, like, fun as an emotion in this. <laughs> Um, okay, what did I give it? You gave it a three, which we've established is your neutral. It is my neutral. I think I have to really dislike something to give it lower than a three. That's fair. I, I would, respect only, that. I would give it like a, I can't think of an example of a Brad I hated. We've got them all out. I think if it's in the second round, I'm like, eh. eh. I should probably adjust my grading scale. I'll work on that next season. A curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it's it's a neutral experience, but it wasn't even, like, in Brad's defense, Julia definitely hampered my enjoyment of this film. Right. A lot. Right. Um, The Brad scenes were all delightful. Um, But did Brad portray or evoke emotion? Not necessarily, no. 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 So that's my logic behind my two. You bumped him up for panache. You bumped him up to a three. Mm Mm-hmm. You gave him a four. Yeah, this is high panache for me. He was uh, just, like, again, like, 
the, the, his excelling point for me is when he's just a spunky, dumb idiot. He may not be like technically the correct, but he's having a great time. He is having a good time. Maybe smoking some weed on the set. Oh, super smoking some weed on the set. Being all the, all the things we love about Brad Pitt. I yeah, I feel that. I uh I think we'll explain more when I get to my having to defend my my Your grade commitment. for his commitment. Um Is it different than you swapped the categories? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, duh, because I never get them confused ever. Just checking. Um, I gave it a four for commitment and a three for panache because I think Brad was so committed to being that lovable idiot that he just was that lovable idiot. And although he was having fun, I think it was sort of a byproduct of his commitment to it. Hmm. Uh, which is uh, not to say I got them confused and indeed <laughs> was on purpose. Because <laughs> I definitely don't get confused which ones are technical ability and which ones are Brad's having a good time and is sinking his teeth in. You insisted on these names. I said, Hannah, are you sure? And you said, yes. You know what? I'm proud that you gave a really good explanation. I've mostly believed you. I'm not sure what to believe. He was good. He was very committed to being a, a dongus. Um, I don't think Brad is that much of a dongus IRL in real life because mm-hmm. we know that he's a sensitive old soul. The only dongus thing he does is wearing magnetic bracelets. <laughs> All right. So total score that leaves you with. Oh, you gave commitment a three. So we had the we just flippity flopped. Yeah, you got three, six. You got it a ten. You gave it a nine. Only knockdown for emotion. Bam, 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 bam. So nineteen total score for the Mexican. Not the worst. Not the worst. Not the best. Not the worst. Mm-hmm. Just like how this Brad movie is. <laughs> this is pretty. Upper, oh, it's fine. Upper middle. It would be a way better movie if the whole Julia Roberts, James Gandolfini sections just weren't there. Just slice it out. Just cut us. it out. Director's cut. I never want to see that. Ugh. You Well, gross. you might have to. We'll see how Inglorious Bastards does. You mad lad. You mad lad. No. What? No. Wow. I didn't see that coming at all. Neither did I. Wow. Um, Inglorious Bastards. You guys voted it back in. It was round two. It stars Brad Pitt and a bunch of other people, Christoph Waltz, BJ Novak, Eli Roth. Uh, they play Americans in, not Christoph Waltz, he's a German, in World War II in an alternate reality where they kill Hitler, which is great and very validating to watch in this day and age where we should kill more Nazis. Um, please don't arrest me. Um, Brad Pitt plays Lieutenant Aldo Rain, who's from the Smoky Mountains, but has a very thick Tennessee accent. And I think the Smoky Mountains are on the the West Coast. No, they're in the, um, the middle. Oh. So they're in the middle. <laughs> um, and he 
is leading a group called the Inglorious Bastards to scalp Nazis, kill Nazis. Um, he does a great job of killing them Nazis, and it's uh, he does a good job. He's iconic. He speaks bad Italian. Uh, my problem with this film is that it's supposed to be about a woman named Shoshana whose parents and whole family were murdered by Christoph Waltz, and the movie just sort of puts her on the sidelines, and she's not allowed to even revel in any part of her narrative and any part of her revenge because she has the same but better plan as Brad Pitt and his crew to blow up the movie theater full of Nazis. But she doesn't get credit for it because she gets murdered by a Nazi right before she murders all the Nazis. And it's just like... Quentin Tarantino hates women so much, but then couches it in this idea of like, oh, they're all strong female characters and they attack their abusers. And it's reprehensible and I'm tired of it. Fuck Quentin Tarantino. I hate him. He's a bad director. His movies are too long and boring. Not enough like happens and it's just gratuitous violence and feet. And I feel like you're not allowed to say anything bad about Inglorious Bastards because it's like, fuck yeah, killing Nazis. But this movie fucking sucks. Guys, come on. I'm done defending. This movie fucking sucks. After having watched it a second time and actually paid attention this time, I can tell you that the plot is fucking absurd because everything that happens with plot number two, with the actress and the spies, has absolutely no bearing on plot number one, and in fact detracts from it, and then when they, when the when the plots converge, there's absolutely no stakes for It doesn't matter! Brad Pitt never knows who Shoshana is! No, and there's a backup plan to blow up the fucking movie theater, so when they catch all the spies, we don't give a shit, because we're like, Shoshana has it covered. What was the point of the entire middle of the movie, other than taking away from Shoshana's story? Nothing. And then she comes back and then they kill her gratuitously. I think everybody that likes this movie saw it when they were 12 and then they're like, oh yeah, this is a good movie. This is the first time I saw a movie my parents told me I can't see and then I saw it and I saw it at a sleepover with my friends and I feel real edgy about it. And like, that's cool. Like, I saw Inglorious Bastards when I was a freshman in high school too and it was like, fine. I don't know. All the 10th graders really liked it. And I was like, that's cool. Neat. Sounds good. I don't get it. I don't, there's too much blood, but like, cool, a movie. And then they probably went and watched the rest of Quentin Tarantino's stuff. And then maybe hopefully, please God, you saw a real movie and it was great, but I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of the fucking film bro worship of Quentin Tarantino. Cause it's just like, cool. He stole a bunch of stuff from people who'd made better movies. Go watch the better movies that Quentin Tarantino's stealing from. I can watch a bunch of movies too. I went to film school just because Quentin Tarantino's film school was like, I worked at Blockbuster doesn't suddenly make him a great director. It's boring and it's like, it's, it's redundant. It's like, it's extremely redundant. Every see, we kept making the joke that every scene is 20 minutes in the it movie is. and it's literally true. I, and nothing advances any plot. No, it's two and a half hours of just, like, stuff that could be cut or shortened. And it's just, like, so much of it, too, just, like, watching as a woman is just, like, this man who is making this movie hates women. It's just, like, the whole, like, Shoshana's whole thing, too, is, like, this thing where it's, like, when you're trying to give a dude a hint. It's like, you said it while watching it. It's, mm-hmm. like, you're trying to give a guy a hint that you're not into it, but you can't actually say anything because you're afraid that he's going to resort to violence. And then guess what? He does and she dies. 
It's like every woman's worst nightmare. And it's like to couch this in some sort of progressive thing of like, oh, but we're killing Nazis. And like this ahistorical like whatever by just like, it's just like, it's so, it's just I'm, oh, I can't. It's it's bad. And just like <sighs> put out the, write the freaking plot on a note card. Like look at what it does. It's absurd. And not in a fun way. No. Not in like a, oh, look, we're the Coen brothers and nothing actually matters way. Yeah. It's and just it's a, like, oops, I completely forgot what I was doing halfway through making I wanted list. to make two different movies and instead of doing a thing like a normal film director or like the Coen brothers, like you were saying, where they take the same idea and do two different movies and two different styles, one a drama and one a comedy, which is very interesting. Instead, he just sort of mushed them together <laughs> and he had one okay movie and one like other okay movie but then in putting them together they just turned into one shitty movie and it's annoying and yeah brad pitt talks in a funny accent but guess what he talks in a funny accent in like a bunch of movies go watch fucking legends of the fall damn (sighs) mic drop she said it i'm sorry guys i know you like this movie i know you wanted it back i appreciate it and i still love you and i hope you can still love me but man all this being said. The scores. The scores. Well, I feel a little bad now. <laughs> I feel like this is Happy Feet 2 reversed. <laughs> Reverse Happy Feet 2. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You're totally fine. I thought you were going to go a different direction and I may have... Um, compensated? Yeah, I may have compensated. Interesting. Interesting. Happy Feet I 2. I may have been a little insecure about what people would think if I spoke my truth. So I may have... <laughs> Well, it's in ink, so you can't change it. I feel a little bad now, like I always do. (laughs) Don't feel bad. It's okay. Whatever happens, happens. So. Well, boys, something might happen tonight (laughs) for the first time. I hope you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Um, Should we go the normal way or should we go reverse like we did? Should we spin it back around and reverse it? Let's spin it back around again. Uh, You did not like this Brad. You said he was too puffy looking in terms of looks. Yeah. This is like when Brad was getting real bare face. Bare face. Bare face. Bare Bare face. It's not my my Brad. Um, You said no. Box dye. Yeah, because his hair looks like box dye. It looks like Claire, what's it? Claire all fucking Neutrogena L'Oreal. Cover girl. <laughs> None of those were hair brands. <laughs> fucking hair? Nair. Nair. Nair brand hair dye. <laughs> You're either, uh, you either shave off all of your leg hair or you turn it dark, dark brown. It's a mystery. What do they make mystery hair dye? That's a good idea. For edgy teens, and if you're having a bad day, and you're just like, I don't know what it's gonna be, and then it's always shit brown, <laughs> like Brad's hair in Inglorious Bastards. You gave this a two for emotion, just mm-hmm. like the Mexican. Mm-hmm. You were not. You felt nothing. I did. I didn't. I was like, he was. He was there as a comedic relief character, and it was like funny, and I appreciated the fire in his eye for killing Nazis, but. Uh, when it's all said and done, he was at the same note the whole time, you know. Yeah, it was like it's fine. It's a it's fine. You gave it a three. You said I am not a twelve year old boy. 
which is the same score I gave to the Mexican. As evidenced, my three is my neutral. It's my, mm-hmm. you didn't impress me. So we're really on the same page. So there. you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. <laughs> yeah. I. What emotion is there? He likes killing Nazis. Sure. Cool. I've seen more from this guy. I've seen 52 fucking movies. I've seen more. I've seen every Brad, and let me tell you, <sighs> I know what you can do, babe. You gave this a three for Panache. Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's eight. Again, like, he, he, goes, he does seem to be enjoying himself, and he is going with gusto. However, it's still so one note. That it's like, especially given like, you know, Christoph Waltz is playing a multifaceted character. Which one was that? He was the, the, that's the bingo, like the main evil Nazi guy. (laughs) That's a bingo? Yeah, remember? When he, when he's interrogating Brad Pitt and BJ Novak. Oh, that guy, the guy that caught them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, it's, he's existing in the same universe, but he's giving more, more, right. you know? Like no, there's, I feel that. <clears throat> uh, whereas Aldo is kind of just like killing Nazis. Yeah, he was kind of a cartoon character. Yeah. Like I didn't, what was his motivation, I guess? Like, right. I always come back to the fact that he's got that big honking neck scar and right. we don't know why. You know, you could spend two and a half hours on useless bullshit, but you couldn't spend five minutes explaining why Brad has a scar like somebody trying to cut his head off. Yeah, and that could have given you some gratuitous violence, Quentin. Oh, you kind of could have got a lot of Instead, blood. we got a lot of time spent on that one guy who used to be a German soldier and then they freed him, and then we found out that he got flogged by some guy. Mm, yeah, we did see that. I will say, to this movie's credit, the scene where Shoshana is getting ready to that one David Bowie song to, like, murder-suicide a whole movie theater full of Nazis is pretty good. Pretty good. Except, pretty, for, when except for when she takes a sip of red wine after putting on her lipstick, which no woman would ever do. That's when you get a straw and you gen- gingerly put it between your teeth so it doesn't touch anything. But besides that, that was a cool scene. And I think about it and I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> for you, you said four for Panache with fine underlined. Which is where I think the betrayal of my heart and my score comes in. <laughs> because is a four fine? I don't think so. But I just wrote down four. Because I just... Everybody really likes this movie. <laughs> and I feel like I've fucked up a lot of our movies where people really like them. And I'm like, no. So this time I was like, yeah, sure. I guess it's okay. But I really just wrote down fine. Because I just... It's fine. Like, I don't see the panache. I don't see it. <laughs> she looks like she's going to cry. <laughs> you give it a three for commitment. Yeah. Again, he's like there. He's doing his job. It's not the worst Brad I've ever seen. It's not the best Brad I've ever seen. He's iconic and memorable, but like in two scenes. And again, like you can't really say what's happening around those scenes or, like, why they're important. He's just like, I speak the first most Italian. And it says, Bongiorno. And, like, that's funny. But, like... But is it that funny? No, it's only funny because everything else in this movie is, like, depressing. You know? Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, I... I, I gave this a four for commitment, and I, I actually agree with this score a little more in the in the sense that, like... 
watching this a second time, I was really paying attention to his accent. And I will say he is nailing his his weird Brad voice. And I also liked like his kind of his cadence. Like he had this unique way of speaking and was very like, sound good. We're killing Nazis. Like a little reminiscent of Fury. Yeah. But maybe just because he was also a general. We're going to be dropped into France dressed as civilians. Once we're in enemy territory, as a bushwhacking guerrilla army, we're gonna be doing one thing and one thing only: killing Nazis. Um. So, like, I felt like he was—he was technically nailing the voice that he was doing for this. And we all know Brad kind of struggles with accents sometimes. So this was a good job. Yeah. Oh, I miscalculated. We have to call. No, we don't. Yeah, because it's three, six, seven, eight, and then you have an 11 because it's 4, 8, 9, 10, 11. So that's 19. Oh, my God. Guys, we're making a phone call. I'm calling Johnny Grubb. I knew you were going to call Johnny. That's who I was thinking. Hannah's getting her phone. I'm going to do a quick reminder since I think the only time we went over the rules was like episode one of this season. Uh, we had it down that if we had a tie, we would call some, we would phone a friend, and their answer is final. Uh, I didn't think this would actually happen because Hannah and I usually agree to, like, a freaky degree, but we tied. I'm calling Johnny Grubb, friend of the show. Friend of the my show. My fake big brother. Uh, he was the first one who has to be put on the call list, so. Here we go. Crank that volume. I hope he answers. Johnny Grubb. I've missed your call and I'm sorry. Please leave your name, number, and a message and I'll get back to you when I can. Thank you. Hi Johnny, this is Hannah Scooby from March Bradness calling. We had a tie in our season finale episode for season two and wanted your opinion. As you said, you wanted to be called. Uh, however, you didn't answer the phone, so I think you're going to miss this opportunity. But for the record, the Mexican and Inglorious Bastards are tied. If you can get back to me before someone else answers the phone and gives me their answer, you get to be the tiebreaker. Thank you. Bye. He goes, I'm at band practice. Call you later. No. It's, it's a tie. Tell him it'll take two seconds. And my heart is popping. I'm like, what's gonna happen? I'm so scared. If Johnny's Johnny will text back, Johnny says, give me five minutes. Ooh. <sighs> okay. Do, 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 so we got two do, minutes. Do, 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 so I think do. I know where this is gonna go, but we could all be wrong. I am shocked and so pleased that our season two finale ended in a tie. That's incredible. Like this that's next level this was not planned no not at all i thought that the mexican was gonna for sure win and it should have if i wasn't being a fucking wimp but like this is way better it is better this is so much better i'm so proud i even wanted to cheat a little bit before we oh hello johnny hello hannah uh sarah's here too you're on speakerphone and also being recorded (laughs) hello speakerphone how's how's band practice it's going really well. Do you want to plug your band for our podcast, March Bradness? Uh, 
The band I'm practicing with right now is a Paul McCartney cover band <laughs> called Magneto and Titanium Man. <laughs> I'm also playing in a band called Prozac Rat. We're playing every Tuesday at the Nomad in Minneapolis. I wish so I could got, go. Like, two more weeks left to see us. We're very famous. Nice. I'm excited. So to get to business, so I don't want to keep you from your Paul McCartney cover band too long. Um, so this week's episode, in case you haven't caught up, is we're pitting Inglorious Bastards against the Mexican. Have you seen both of these movies? I have, in fact, seen neither of those movies. <laughs> That's even better than I could hope for. So it comes down to me who wins between Brad and Inglorious Bastards and Brad in the Mexican. Mm-hmm. Do you want to Google a picture of them? I think you should go blind. I, I think you should go blind, actually. Yeah, Sarah's right. I'm sorry. I revoke your ability I, I, to Google. My my cultural eye is such that I do not need to Google a picture of either of them. I have them firmly in my mind, and I have to tell you that my choice is clear. It's the Mexican. Oh! Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Do you care to give any insight into that, or do you just want to leave it? It's fucking dope. It's got a chamber shaped like a heart, and it goes crescendo. <laughs> wow, all right. Johnny, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for putting a beautiful cap to the end of season two of March Bradness. Um, I appreciate you and all the work you've done for the people of America and the Institute of Brad Pitt Scholar. Well, thanks to you both and to your service and for your service to the people of the internet and to obviously Brad Pitt himself. Thank you. I appreciate it. Please enjoy the rest of your practice. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was out of left field. shocked i could not have planned this no i swear i'm swept off my feet wow. I, we just flew so close to the sun and johnny brought us back <laughs> to the loving arms of the mexican now we can safely say we laid inglorious bastards to rest it had its chance i'm gonna say three times because it almost won and it just got knocked out three fucking times yeah. god all right well i, I hope you enjoyed I hope so. If you have any problems with this decision, uh, keep them to yourself. The internet's going to love this. <laughs> Listen, I don't make the rules, except that I do. Um, I have some anime to watch. Yeah. Thank you, you so much awesome. for joining us through these two seasons. Thank you so much. You are the bees to my knees. Um, follow us on Instagram, march.bradness, Facebook, marchbradness. Twitter, March Bradness, for updates and thoughts and all sorts of stuff in the off season. Uh, we got to give these movies and also these girls a bit of a break from the Bradness. Mm-hmm. You know when you're doing a wine tasting and you <clears throat> just drink something neutral in between? Yeah. 
Yeah, you just got a like a, a brief palette cleanser I called to, Yawamushi Petal. I need to watch a movie that doesn't have Brad Pitt in it. Just for once. I always get embarrassed because my letterbox is always like Brad, 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 kids movie. Brad, 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 Brad. We need a break. I want to watch a real movie once. Um, We need a break. We're going to take a little break. Sarah, as I said earlier, while she wasn't in the room, tragically, is moving. It is true. We are we are separating. Oh, God. Uh, geographically, but not emotionally. True. Um, she is moving to the land of of a, of sun and sea. I'm going to get closer to my boy Brad. <laughs> She's gonna be a man on the street. I'm gonna be the scout, and Hannah's gonna be the. I'm keeping track for when he's on the East Coast. Yeah. She's keeping track for when he's on the West we Coast. Are, we are now a coast to coast podcast mm-hmm. covering East West and everything in between. Um, yeah. We'll be we'll be tweeting. We'll be we'll be keeping you guys updated. Maybe if something crazy happens, like if he and Angie finally finalize their divorce, we'll do a special episode. Or they have another secret baby. Oh damn, that'd be nuts. She's wiggling her eyebrows. She's not usually able to do that. I'm trying my hardest. I'm so proud. Thank you. I just wish I could wiggle them faster. You know, it's a very concerted up down up down. And I want to be like, Hannah's doing it really good. All right. But I love you, and I hope you love us, and I hope you forgive us for this. You, you are get... so awesome. If you like Inglorious Bastards, you are valid. You I'm are valid, sorry. and I'm sorry I just ragged on your movie. Like, I understand where you like it, and I really do respect it, and I don't think your opinion is wrong, because film fandom is subjective, and I appreciate it. And honestly, I'm so willing to sit down and listen and read an email about, like, a real one, not, like, some flamer, <laughs> of, like, a legitimate cultural essay critique comment about why i should give this movie another shot hell yeah especially Um, if you're a girl especially if you're a girl if you are a girl i am all yours um that being said thank you thank you so much um it's it's been a pleasure this season we've watched some real good ones we've watched some real duds we've had some ups downs twists turns surprises shockers (sighs) The biggest shocker of all, this very episode. This episode, right here for your earballs. Um, thank you. And uh, we will see you in like a month and a half or so. Sounds good to me. Mm. I love it. All right. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Bye.